What is up, everybody? We are back with another episode of Steelers Crazy. I am JY. This is Michael Nicastro. And again, the NFL Combine is here. The NFL Draft is approaching. And we got a sleeper guy right here. Our guy, Joey Fisher. We're going to talk to him. Another draft profile. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's not the offseason because we're going all year round. Go ahead, Sammy. Play that thing. Turn up your volume, volume. because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast, Podcast. Steelers Crazy, Harris Smith Shields, Blacko Polamalu takes it home, Super Bowl 43, Pittsburgh might be bound for that thanks to number 43, The Sickest Pittsburgh Steelers Podcast, sports entertainment like no other, it's gonna be sick. How you been, man? I know you got a big week ahead of you. Yeah, I just got some um, some good news. Um, I'm, I'm going to hold off on it and just just working hard, man, and just you know excited to be attending the NFL Combine. Excited to talk to this young man, um, a PSAC guy. I know I know you went to IUP. Yeah, I'm excited. So, uh, I know you're excited about this, and and the, just uh, I was today. I was just watching film and just just a really good guy. So I think I think we can bring him in. Joey Fisher, Shepherd's very own. What's up, man? Is there? How are you? Good. Appreciate you joining us. Uh, and, and Jordan mentioned it, man. A PSAC guy. Uh, yeah. Of course, I love that. I used to call a bunch of IUP football games. I know you guys are probably beating up on IUP recently because you guys have been in some playoffs and some sem- semifinals uh, over there in D two. Listen, man. You guys get all that small school talk from calling IUP games. You guys aren't a small school, man. You put some athletes. Like, come on, does that does that kind of get old? Like, hey, you're from this this little school. Is he gonna? Is this game gonna translate? Right, definitely. No, I mean, like I said, Shepard's got some dogs. Uh, you know, yeah. be able to go back to back years, uh, making a final four. Uh, you know, it's definitely big. Uh, sadly, you know, we end up coming up short last two years. But I mean, we got guys, you know, both sides of the ball that are just straight dogs. 6'5", almost 330. He's got played a lot of right tackle. We're happy to have him on here. Steelers Crazy Sick Podcast. Listen, man, let's talk about a couple things you did recently. Went to the NFL PA game that week. Did really well. Got that Senior Bowl invite. Uh, I know you were injured and you didn't end up playing in that Senior Bowl, correct? But that experience still had to be wonderful for you. Yeah, man, it was crazy. You know, to be able to come out and, um, like I said, prove, you know, that D2 tag wrong. To say, hey, listen, I'm here. I can compete with the guys at the FBS level. Uh, You know, the guys that are you know, following the same dream as me, be able to make the next level. So to be able to come out and get the opportunity to display my talents at the PA game and, uh, you know, get the call up from Nagy is, uh, is, is also a great experience and a great honor. And, and just to be able to go there and, um, you know, experience what I experienced for the days I was there was, was definitely big as well. Gordon mentioned it. He's off to the combine this week. I'm just going to just going to throw it out there. Keep it real. We think it's bullshit that you're not. Is it something where you felt a little bit disrespected? I mean, listen, we, we read the draft profiles. We see the mock drafts. You're a guy that clearly is projected to be taken at some point. You have a bit of a chip on your shoulder because of that? You've been thinking about it a lot? Uh, yeah, you know, I'm not I'm not one of them guys that get too upset over stuff like that. But, I mean, yeah. um, like I said, I mean, in, in the end, man, you know, numbers going to be numbers, uh, you know, whether that be at the combine, at the pro day. You know, I plan to come out and, uh, you know, I'm looking up to the over the 40-plus range on the uh, on the bench press and, Looking at that sub five uh, forty, so hopefully to you know come out of my pro day and be able to dominate and say, hey, listen, you know you you lost some talent on that uh, on that you know on that combine list getting the snub, but I mean 
uh, you know, gives you a little bit of extra fuel to come out and train harder, you know, over these next couple of weeks. Wow. I like that under a five. Let's see you get to that four, three range. Out there. <laughs> That's a tight end or a receiver. You're benching 500 pounds. I read that somewhere. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm close. To, yeah. I was close to 500 pounds in the spring and, uh, you know, after some talks, so oh yeah, I, I have to talk to the strength coach. You know how to dial it back just to prevent some injuries and stuff like that. Kind of focus more on you know two twenty five and, and staying in that little uh, you know around that area. Nice man. I'm going to read you a quote from one of my favorite writers over at NFL.com, Lance Erline. He was talking about you. He said he won't be at the combine, but you should get to know Shepard offensive lineman Joey Fisher. He's making a big jump in competition, but I see him as a future NFL starter at guard. You play tackle most of the time. How do you feel about versatility on the offensive line? Are you just going to kind of, you know, do what's called upon you? Yeah. So, um, like I said, it starts back in high school. I mean, I played all five back in high school, um, you know, O-line and D-line. And then you know, I was even a center of my senior year. So I've been, you know, kind of snapping and stuff like that. Um, at Shepard, you know, I didn't need to play, uh, you know, on the inside. I felt like, you know, Shepard kind of valued them tackles to be, hey, you know, we need to have them dogs on the outside, uh, you know, to lock that pocket up. Um, so be able to play both, you know, all five positions is something I've been working on. Um, you know, the PA game kind of rotating in a little bit of guard and filling that guard spot. So I'm definitely up for the challenge, uh, you know, when it comes to playing inside as well. JY, jump in. I know I might have stole one of your favorite questions over there, but <laughs> uh, no, I got a, I got a few. So what NFL player, you know, did you kind of like model after like growing up, like even in your college years? Was there like someone that you like kind of like tried to find, hey, like this is how I want to play the game? Yeah. Uh, so originally I was originally defensive end, um, you know, coming okay. out. So of course, oh, wow. Yeah, so actually coming out, I was actually a defensive end from high school. Uh, of course, you know, BB from Maryland. Uh, I don't want to say it on this podcast, but I was a Baltimore fan growing up. I respected rivalry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I was a Baltimore fan growing up. So watching like the Red Lewis guys, just, you know, watching Red Lewis, his dominance, his mindset is just, you know, something I try to model myself after from the physical standpoint. And then making that transition over to the offensive line, um, you know, a guy I watched was Joe Thomas. Uh, you know, seeing how technical he is, you know, being 6'6", you know, get, being the lowest guy off the line of scrimmage, uh, you know, at the snap. And then um, somebody that, you know, I model my game after now that actually is current player, be Trent Williams. Um, you know, a guy that's just huge, physical, dominant, and mauler. Um, you know, something I pride myself on is my run game and being physical and playing to the, you know, end of that whistle. So that guy is, you know, somebody I look up to. Yeah, that's awesome. So you played college ball in West Virginia. What – do you know about the Pittsburgh Steelers? I mean, they're not too far. I know you just told me you were a Ravens fan growing up, so I'm going to forgive you for that <laughs> just because I want you to be a Pittsburgh Steeler. Right. But what, what, what do you know about the organization? The standard is the standard. I, I know I was looking at your Instagram profile. I seen that you actually attended a Steeler game. I think you were yeah. wearing a Steelers jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have the Steelers jersey on. No, I mean, I'm, uh, you know, I'm actually – pretty fond of the city uh you know me okay. me and my fiance have taken multiple trips to the city nice. um you know what happened was i think it was i think last year or 2021 um we were supposed to go to the zoo didn't go to the zoo and they actually had the training camp open um okay. so i had to, got to go in there and watch you know watch the guys on offices you know you know run their stuff how, how, the, how they do it at the training camp at the next level um so that was pretty big and of course you know being from baltimore always watching them games where you know each team is 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 hard-nosed football yeah. You know, I mean, they're going to play physical. They're going to play to the end of the whistle, and they're going to give it you know, the best they got. So, uh, being able to see that, you know, that mentality and that standpoint for the team being disciplined is, uh, you know, very well and stuff like that. Well, coach is is definitely a great, you know, NFL team, and it shows throughout the past. Uh, you know, with them being dominant for so many years. 
Yeah, so have you had a chance to interact with any of the players, the coaches? Have they shown any interest? Uh, I know that you weren't able to play in a senior bowl, but I'm sure you were there networking and, you know, oh, yeah. coaches and stuff like that. Just tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so it was actually great. You know, the senior bowl and the PA game was nice to be able to come out and talk to all 32 teams, uh, you know, have great talks with all 32 teams. Um, and then, you know, going to the senior bowl, you know, being able to have the GMs there, Mike Tom and there, being able to just be able to, you know, have around and kind of mingle and talk and feel out each other. And, you know, mm -hmm. how we are as a, as a as a football player, who we are as a person. And like I said, kind of build that connection, like you said. Yeah, definitely. So one more thing before I throw it off the mic. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm a big gym guy and a, and a health guru. Um, what is what is like, you know, preparing, you know, yourself to become an NFL player? I know that you got drafted. I, I think uh, the USFL, I seen that. So just wanted to congratulate you on that. Obviously, I, I can see you in the NFL. Um, hopefully in black and gold, but just tell us about like your daily regiment, like, because, you know, uh, I always like look up to, you know, I know you're chasing the dream right now, but like, just tell us what like a day in the life is kind of like workout wise for you right now. It definitely, man. Like I said, I do appreciate that. It was an honor to be able to get drafted to USFL. Yeah. Uh, but so right now I'm down at Fort Myers Florida training at uh, X3 Performance. Uh, right now they got me on the early shift. Uh, you know, I'm waking up around five o'clock in the morning, okay. uh, you know, you know, drinking a protein shake, getting to the facility. Uh, breakfast starts around six six thirty. You know, anywhere, anywhere from six to uh, up to six forty five. Six forty five, then we start to kind of warm up. So, uh, you know, the earlier you get to the facility, the earlier you can eat. Kind of get you know your stomach adjusted and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Kind of get warmed up. Um, you know, six forty five to seven forty five. We're doing our um, you know right now we're doing our speed training, kind of doing our change of direction training stuff like that. Uh, then after that we have recovery. So you know you can get a you know protein shake and you can go through the you know cold yeah. tub, hot you know sauna, all that stuff. Um, so that's where I kind of get a little bit of my rehab in. Um, and then, when, you know, a little bit later in the day, we end up starting uh, weightlifting. So, um, you know, we'll come in, do our gym session, uh, you know, be able to move the weights around, have lunch. And then, uh, you know, you can either stay at the facility, eat dinner or take it home with you. And then after that, you're kind of just relaxing. Um, you know, guys like me, uh, I actually got another gym membership uh, when, I, when I was down here to get the extra work in and, wow. uh, and just be able, like I said, just be able to stay active, enjoy this, you know, enjoy this process and, mm -hmm. you, know, don't, you know, don't take it for granted. Yeah, most definitely, man. Well, I, I wish you the best of luck, and I'm going to throw it back over to Mike. I got to know about the calorie count. Like, what, <laughs> what, what number are you trying to hit each day? It's up there. It's up there. If I had to give you a rough you know, estimate, definitely be above probably that minimum 3,000 plus, I would say. Wow. Um, you know, definitely. Like You're you said, burning you know, so much, too, so yeah, you have yeah. to, like, yeah. You know. Carb right, load? Like, I mean, is yeah. it, like, eggs yeah, and say, toast? Yeah, yeah, it's mostly eggs, you know, protein pancakes, um, you know, potato, you know, carbs, stuff like that. Just be able to get, you know, the right fuel in our body we need to, you know, process throughout the day with with my maintaining our weight and stuff like that. So definitely big on the protein intake as well. Tell me about your quarterback a little bit, man, over there at Shepard. I know this dude is an absolute beast. What was it like to protect for him and, and kind of, you know, have perspective on what it will be like to play with guys who will have the mentality of an NFL quarterback, right? Yeah, I mean, he was a great guy. Uh, you know, was a, we, you know, obviously in my eyes as a field general, I mean, as one of the guys that's always watching film, always knowing, hey, you know what we're going to do, you know, everyone positioned from left to right, receivers, linemen, running backs. Uh, you know, I mean, that's what makes him so great. He has to, uh, you know, to be at this level, to be able to, perce you know, proceed with this and uh, advance like he's advancing. You know, I'm getting ready to see him at the combine this week as well, which should be big. Um, it was great. It was great blocking that guy. I mean, you know, like I said, O-line's one of the positions that kind of go underappreciated. Uh, you know, you only hear your name called when it's a holding penalty or unsportsmanlike, something like that. So, uh, you know, he was always the positive in the backfield. You know, we throw a long pass, he smack you on the butt, say, hey, let's go get up to the line, but hey, great block. And the same thing in the run game, you know, being able to protect him and let him 
do his thing back there, you know, which, uh, you know, definitely helped out in our success over the last couple of seasons with him at quarterback. Shepard going to be really well represented in the NFL draft this year. They probably already started right. building the statue, right? <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. They yeah, got like, yeah, say, yeah, we also have a running back. Uh, he played at the PA game too, with his Ronnie Brown. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he's one of the, I feel like he's one of them sleepers as well. Who's going to be able to come out and kill it during this pro day. And, you know, I know he's, he's been great at the special teams positions. Uh, you know, running back, being able to be playing in the slot. So I like to see how he turns out as well. All right, we like to have a little fun around here, of course. We do our research. I was jumping on the Shepherd bio. They ask you, of course, some, like, you know, crazy questions, not just football-related. We got favorite TV shows, favorite movies up in here. Here in the office and Step Brothers, first of all, is that <laughs> is that still kind of where yeah. you're rocking? Yeah, it's kind of where I'm at. I'll be honest with you. I end up uh, – I was kind of sad to see it go off Netflix. I had to buy that, you know, that. Peacock Premium and – uh, it's something I go to sleep to every night. You know, I used to sleep with the TV on, so that's something I just kick back, relax, and you know, get my downtime in and hit the. You know, that's something I fall asleep to every night. All right, I had to ask you, what do you think about Will Ferrell's part in the office? Like, were you vibing with D'Angelo Vickers? It was an interesting little uh, vibe that was not yeah. like typical Will Ferrell. I feel like. Yeah, it, it was kind of awkward. I felt like it wasn't in his realm. Uh, you know, I felt like he kind of stepped out of his bubble. Yeah. Uh, to kind of fill that role in there, but uh, you're definitely not the same Will Ferrell I'm used to, you know, going, you know, going through all his movies. We're hanging out with Joey Fisher here on the Sick Podcast. Dealers, crazy part of our NFL draft series. All right, let's get you out of here on this, man. We already just got a little bit of, uh, you know, your life, uh, not just on the field but off the field. Give us one thing people don't know about Joey Fisher. Uh, I wrote the old heads. I'm a big R&B fan. Uh, you know, okay. boys and men, boys and men. Drew Hill. I actually saw boys and men um in concert right before COVID up in Philadelphia so that was a that was definitely a cool experience to see them guys perform uh even at their age right now they still killed it so mm-hmm. definitely a big R&B fan you gonna sing end of the road for us uh <laughs> no I haven't warmed up the vocals much put me on the spot there I, I ain't warmed up yet maybe if you give me another time I'll put you're gonna need uh that voice I'm sure for the uh pro day interviews regardless follow Matt Joey Fisher 76 when's a pro day late March uh yeah so we get March 28th to be the pro day good stuff best of luck from both of us, all of us here at Steeler Nation, man, we always root for our guys, whether they end up in Pittsburgh or somewhere else. Always part of our uh, family from now on, that's for sure, man. And i got to root for my my PSAT guys, as we like to call anybody <laughs> that doesn't yeah, know. I'm saying yeah. some weird things right now on air. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> the PSAC conference, of course, bringing a lot of talent to every league, not just the NFL. Joey, it's been a pleasure, man. Good luck. We can't wait to watch your journey. Thanks for your time. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate it. Peace, man. Thank you. Well, yeah, continues man. over here, man. We've had some great prospects on so far. Can't wait to uh, see all these guys get drafted. If you've missed any in the past, check out Washington State linebacker Dan Henley. Uh, obviously, Chattanooga guard we had. Really exciting McClendon Curtis. Uh, and check out the combine this week. Jordan York is going to be there. I just dropped my mock draft over on uh, yinzercrazy.com shortly to come over here as well. So many draft-related things right now, man. Like you said, it's incredible yeah. how popular and in, on demand, you know, in demand this has come become. It's an event in itself. It's like freaking, it's like the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah, that's that's what I I think I seen it on Twitter. Someone saying like, there's really no off season in NFL football. It's just one thing after another, and there's just so much storyline. And I think that the draft is just such a pivotal, especially for the Steelers. I mean, Kevin Colbert, I'm sure he has some part, but this is Omar Khan's game right now. So uh, I think the Steelers are definitely going to shake it up this year, and I hope that they do take an offense alignment. Some of the guys that we had on our show, Joey, 
Um, you know, uh, I'm just really excited for the future. Um, you know, Kenny Pickett, people can say what they want, but Trent Dilford won a Super Bowl. And I think that Kenny Pickett's a hell of a lot better than Trent Dilford. I'll just uh, put that out there. So, um, yeah, man, I mean, I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm, 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 this will be my first time. I mean, I've been to events, but going to the NFL combine with the sick podcast, it's, it's going to be crazy. We're going to be doing so much. We're going to be calling you, bringing you in. So just make sure that you follow all of our socials and uh, we'll be there all weekend. Tell you what, I would love to go as well, but I'm going to be behind me. I don't know. You could, you can't see it right now, but the Pirates game is on behind me. I'll be in yeah. Bradenton a little bit uh, coming up for some Bucko spring training. I'm really, really excited about that as well because they're obviously uh, noteworthy right now. Kutch is back. Brian Reynolds talk. You know, this infusion of youth with guys like O'Neill Cruz that everybody's excited about. Can't wait to uh, go ahead and, and check them out in person as well. So. Yeah, well, I think it's time to do our sick picks. So, Sammy, go ahead and play it. It's time for Sick Picks, brought to you by my bookie. Yeah, well, I'm not going to talk about my bets because the Penguins got spanked play. Um, but um, the Bulls did win. Uh, my Bulls won, and I think my other game lost. I forget what it was. But just make sure you can cash in cash out with my bookie anytime use our code sick picks i know uh it's illegal in florida so our florida fans out there just make sure that you uh use our code put some money in your pocket and uh yeah i think you can own a kangaroo and uh in florida but you can't make a legal that is you can do a lot of weird things in Florida. I can speak to that for sure. Uh, a lot crazier things than placing a fifteen dollar wager on an NC State basketball game or whatever, or whatever, yeah. whatever it may be. Man, I was terrible. In my picks last week. I had people hitting me up, calling me out because I, I gave those picks with confidence. I went one and four in five college. Ba- I'm sorry, one and three. I had a push in there in five college basketball games. Uh, so today. I'll go through it quickly again here. I think there's three noteworthy college basketball games on tonight. I did check out the spreads. Pitt is also in the top 25 now. Pitt is in finally? Yeah, finally. But they what use the, they use the 25, but they use the old logo. Yeah, but still, shit, what took them so long? Oh, my I gosh. I, listen, I could go on a complete tangent about college yeah. basketball right now. It's absolutely unbelievable. We'll this save one. it for March Madness. Net ranking, too much of a Ken Palm thrown in there at this point. Like, you know, sometimes at the end of the day, common sense factors in. Like 14 and 4 in the ACC. West yeah, Virginia is 5 and 11, I think, in, in the Big 12. You, you know, you play to win the game at the end of the day, to quote Denny Green. I don't care if they hang, you know, we're close in some losses, right? That That's not as significant to me as, as winning the actual game. So, all right, I will give some picks real quick. We got three college basketball games tonight. Like I said, the first one, North Carolina at Florida State. Florida State just had an insane win. They beat the Miami Hurricanes in Miami. That was Miami's first loss at home yeah. this season, and they were in control of their own destiny in the ACC. That opened the door for Pitt. This is a crazy line. UNC on the road is minus eight at an improving Florida State team. UNC just got the big win over Virginia. They're still fighting for their tournament lives. Wow, eight is such a huge number. I have to take Florida State. Uh, plus eight there in that spot, home dog. I think North Carolina still wins. 
Iowa State minus five against West Virginia. West Virginia just played really tight against Kansas. I know I just bashed them a little bit, but I think they have another close loss. It's what they do. They lose games. Uh, West Virginia plus five. And then Baylor, Oklahoma State, the Pokes, another team that's that are on the bubble looking to make the tournament. That looks like a pick them at this point. Uh, I'm going to go with Baylor in that one. So three sick picks. Hopefully I do better than last week. Yeah, man. Let the games begin. Like I said, I'm going to be heading to Indianapolis to meet the fellas. And uh, you're heading to Pirate Spring Training. You know, sports are our life. And we love being able to have these guys on here and, and give you an inside look into maybe some future Steelers. Homer? Yeah, Brian Hayes, two-run shot. Go. My God. See, I'll, give you, I'll give you guys a replay. <laughs> oh, it's a blast. Let's see, let's see another angle of that. Amazing. I like your Ryan Shazier. You you got that that framed. Okay, Key Brian, we need some power from him this year. Cower power. Yeah, I would love some cower power. Miss that guy. Love Mike Tomlin, though. Hopefully we'll see him this weekend. This has been another episode of Steelers Crazy Sick Podcast. Like I said, we will be live, so make sure you follow all our socials down there, Facebook, Twitter, wherever you listen, wherever you get your information. We're going to be pumping stuff out all week from the NFL Combine. Here we go, Steelers. Mike Tomlin, we'll see you there. Sammy, Mike, Anello, JY, play it. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast Steelers Crazy on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.